0: The DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I'm your host, Ruto, joined by AJ Hayflee. As, uh, I mean, let's call it what it is. The Avs never really showed up in this hockey game. Losing to the Blues four to one, ultimately, never really felt close, did it? No. So,
1: there are. Their first goal felt like the end of the game. Yep. Um. They just—I mean—they just did not look any good. They didn't have any legs. They didn't have any jump. They didn't. There was no fire. There was no competitiveness outside of Jostin and Nichushkin, Those two yep. were all up on it. Otherwise. It was the rest a whole, of the team
0: a lot of, lot of dudes cruising around for the most yeah, part.
1: It it was it I have watched more intense avalanche practices in the last couple of years than that. I mean, they were awful. It got a little better in periods 2 and 3, but by that point the score dictated. The game was pretty much out of hand at that point. Like it was more or less decided. Yep. And so it just didn't matter. But I mean this just this was just this was a this was a, a nothing burger man. I mean this very much. They weren't any they they weren't any good up and down that lineup. Uh Evan Evan's doing grades per usual tonight and it's going to be harsh. If I see if I see anything higher than a B minus, I'm veto I'm <laughs> criticizing him publicly. <laughs>
0: uh I got to tell you I don't think you're going to see anything better than a B minus. <laughs> Uh, based on what I saw in that hockey game. You mentioned Jostin and Chushkin maybe the only other real positive to come out of this game is Nathan McKinnon's point streak continues. And that's a miracle because Nathan McKinnon was awful in this hockey
1: game. Oh, he was so bad, dude. And like not even not even gonna like <laughs> I I don't know. I dared to criticize Nathan McKinnon for his play in the first period, and I got told I was blaming him for everything that was wrong with them. So I don't, I mean, look, Nathan McKinnon wasn't good tonight. It doesn't mean Nathan McKinnon's the reason that they lost. There were 17 other skaters tonight that also were not very good. For sure. I mean, the, the top line was dog shit. They were so bad. Yep.
0: All three of them were just junk.
1: The second line, whichever version of the second, whichever one you want to call the second line. Not very good. I liked Joseph Nechushkin more than any of the other skaters tonight, and I still don't think they were that great. Yeah. I, I mean I, they generated almost nothing dangerous offensively. Were they working hard? Were they cycling? Were they were they in the right part of the ice? Totally. But that's how you judge a fourth line. Not a not a second or a third line whichever one you want to call them because they were listed second.
0: I mean, by the end of the game everyone was on a different line it felt like. So <laughs> yeah. Things got jumbled a little bit at the end, but
1: I it, mean, it it just doesn't it doesn't even matter.
0: But uh, like, like I think the reason that this shines a little bit of a spotlight on McKinnon and the top line as a whole is you're the top line for a reason. When your team is having an off game, you're the ones that are expected to dig them out of the hole. And the top line tonight just helped create the hole.
1: Yeah, I mean, the they they were awful. Like Colorado's top line, like you just don't win very many games. Like, look, how many games was St. Louis winning or in this seat in this series head to head when the McKinnon line was chewing up O'Reilly? For six games yep. that happened. And the Avs went five and one in those games. Like, that's not an accident. <laughs> in these last two games, you switch it, and the O'Reilly line chews through the McKinnon line, and what happens? I they win totally those wins. Yep. Like when you're when your best players win the battle of the best players, it puts you in a really good position to win the game. When that happens, and the depth. Doesn't do anything dangerous or meaningful. Well, and, and it's a pretty easy victory tonight for St. Louis. This is this. They were they were straight cozy.
0: And there's multiple facets to that, right? Like the Avs' fourth line tonight, at least, started out as Belmar, Sherwood, and Liam O'Brien. You're not expecting to get any goals out of that line.
1: That's a that is purely a we are surviving injuries and trying not to screw screw up anything that happens on this line. Right. Which is too bad because they have, I mean, between Belmar and and Sherwood, I think they have two guys that have claims to be NHL players. Sure. You know, Sherwood is very shooty, and I'd like to see a little more than that. Their underlines are actually so phenomenal in this game.
0: They were honestly possession-wise dominant, at least in the first period and second period. But, and, I mean, look, you go... You look at the stats and the abs are going to be skewed pretty heavily because the blues just decided they didn't want to play offense in the third period,
1: but yeah. Well, yeah. 22 to four in shot attempts in the third period. Yeah. It's just like, this is absolutely a game where if you didn't watch it and you came back and you look just at the stats and you're like,
0: boy, this looks close
1: when it really wasn't at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because if you look at it, like the abs have, the abs have a little bit of an advantage when the Blues score first. But then it's dead even and then the blue score again, and then it's dead even and then the blue score again. Yep. And it's dead even and then the ab score and then the blue score. And then things really tilt after that.
2: The blue's just decide. Like the they have have like it down a mode, yeah. the have
1: like a nine-ish shot attempt advantage from the time the game goes zero to zero to four to one. And then yeah. everything just and then like a 20 tilts.
0: shot after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: just tilts, and it's and it's not really a whole lot meaningful. There were some chances there, but you know, I'm like Sherwood. I'm I i do not know. Like I'm sure what got robbed in the third period. Great save from Biddington. The old double the old double pad stack. That thing goes in it's four to two with like eight minutes left and you don't feel any better about them winning. You're just like, cool for sure Sherwood. Yep. It,
0: it's just, it's the, when you're not getting production out of your second line, which the Avs haven't been getting great production out of as of late, granted Don's going not healthy. Saad obviously out, although he's been playing on the third line, your top three guys can't afford to have an off night because there's just nothing there beyond yep. that. You'll get, you've seen decent production out of Jost as of late, but you're not, he starts on a third line for a reason, right? You don't put anyone on your third line to expect consistent production out of them.
1: Yeah. That's, yeah.
0: So it, the abs just weren't good. I don't, there's no, beating around the bush. This was not a good hockey game. And while there's a lot of negativity here, I also do want to say it's pretty easy to compartmentalize this game into a little box by itself and move on with your life. This
1: game game did not blow my skirt up at all. There (laughs) there was nothing about this game that I am, that, that I am taking away as, as particularly meaningful. Yep. Um, the Blues finally beat Jonas Johansson. That's <laughs> True. nice for them. True. Uh, they finish, they they win their last two games of the series with their starter against both of Colorado's backups, I guess. Um. No Miko Ranted in, no Brandon Sod, no Jonas Donskoy. So there's a third of your top nine.
0: Byram's still not back on the back end.
1: Defensively, there are no excuses. They've got five of six guys that they've yeah, got five of fair. six guys that are going to be in their lineup at the start of the postseason. And the one guy that's not is Connor Timmons. And I don't know how did you feel? How did you feel about Timmons?
0: He was fine. I,
1: yeah, I, I he one got great play, one really yeah. bad play, and a whole lot of in between that I didn't yeah. mind.
0: He got beat to the outside once, but that was a weird play where like him and Kadri didn't communicate on covering a guy early in the first period. And yeah. then he had that whack play where he ends up tripping Patrick Nemeth. And it was like, okay, this is very much the energy of this entire hockey game. Yeah. It was Connor, Trimmons, Connor Timmons, Connor Timmins tripping his D partner. But,
1: yeah, and Nemeth, I mean, Nemeth has been, I put it in my post game piece, which was actually done for once. Um, he's been novel. He, they they have gotten the Avs in this is what three games now for him. Yep. yep. Uh, Nemeth Nemeth has given them all of the negatives that you knew were ex- that existed and with none Patrick of Nemeth. The positives and absolutely none of the upside that they were looking for. That they that like you understand you go in understanding that these negatives with Patrick Nemeth exist. Yep. That they're normal that they are a normal, the, just a thing that exists. It is just part of who he is as a player. It's part of his DNA. But none of the stuff that has made him valuable in his N- in his NHL career with Colorado and with Detroit was on display, has it's been on blocking, display so far. Isn't there? The There's, the no isn't there. There's no physicality. There's no good defense being played. He's not blocking shots. You can't help the PK if you're in the box, big fella. And on the PK... Has not changed anything. That that unit continues to go south. Yep. I have no idea where Ryan Graves is going on that first power went, play goal. He
0: was like actively put himself into no man's land.
1: <laughs> I have no idea why he goes that far out to try and block that shot. What are you doing? I don't. I don't Nobody understand. Knows. I don't understand this approach that the team has uh to the to, to that PK unit right now. I don't get it. It's
0: very it feels very lost. It really does. But I mean, the problems were far beyond just a penalty kill in this one. So yeah, no Miko, no Grubauer. Miko wasn't expected to be ready. There's a chance since Grubauer's off the COVID list that he could have goaltendered, but I mean like, like
1: he joins he joins them on he joins them he's off the list he goes through his, I, I don't I just don't understand I don't know. We'll don't wait, wait for
0: Evan. It. We'll wait, wait for Evan. Yeah, this Evan will have the uh the presser information on here soon. Uh look. It was terrible hockey. It- <laughs>
1: This was this I, I put on Twitter after the game, this was their least competitive game it, since their 4-1 loss to St. Louis on opening night.
0: More than one person tweeted at me saying that this was the worst game of Nathan McKinnon's career.
1: It I mean And 1617 happened and yeah. we would have to comb through a lot of bad hockey yeah. to try and to try and actually like figure any of that out. But uh, it did, I mean, it certainly is the worst that we have among the worst that we've seen him play in a long time in the last couple of years. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, just not. Not good at all.
0: So a lot of bad, but we'll talk a little bit more about it after this first period break, as we are sponsored by Breckenridge Brewery. I'm sure that game made a lot of you want to drink. Get yourself a Hot Peak IPA like I have right here. Also, check out their Breck Seltzers 15-can sampler packs of absolutely delicious alcoholic seltzer. You got to love it. You can also head out to the DNVR bar and try eight different types of their beer on tap there. Yeah, Breck Brew's dope. Go have some if you haven't had it yet. We are also brought to you by Gabby Insurance. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash D-N-V-R. Go check them out. Everyone who's used them with D-N-V-R the has saved at least a couple hundred bucks. The average user saves $961 a year on car and home insurance. So why not go visit? It's completely free and you can save yourself a whole ton of money on your home and auto. Again, that's Gabby.com dot com slash D-N-V-R. And last but not least, when you save all that money, go to DNVR and get an annual subscription. One, it helps support us. Two, you get amazing content. Three, it comes with a free mask and shirt. So you get a little bit of everything for your bang for your buck over at the DNVR.com. Look at all the awesome stuff, even big beers down at the bar. It's It's dope all the way around. You get a bunch of wins. You get to hang out in the DNVR lounge with all of the gang. Look, DNVR is dope. I don't know how else to sell it. You can also get yourself a free holistic stick there along with your free shirt. If CBD is your thing, they will hook you up just for getting an annual subscription to DNVR. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. As we do have Evan here to tell us uh, d- quote the first period was dog shit is that the start and end of the uh <laughs> the entire presser
2: uh well i mean it could have been and i'm sure <laughs> most would agree it probably could have kept going from there but uh <laughs> yeah landy and bedner were not happy with the first period and landy was very uh i guess explicit with how bad he thought it was uh, and I think Bednar even said their brains were not turned on, um, and he doesn't really want to blame the COVID break as you know, kind of cutting into everything, but he said it, it could potentially be playing a role in everything, and obviously they don't want to be making excuses about the fact that they're missing a lot of people, but, yeah, I mean, anyone who could look at this lineup right now can see that there's a talent, a depleted talent, I guess, infusion in there, so... Yeah, it's, uh, it was not a good showing. Yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you always know it's a bad game when Landis Cog is the only one that shows up at the, the press news. conference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They, they run him out every time nobody wants to talk to anybody,
0: for sure. Yeah. Oh, it's
1: to, That's the job.
0: Of the captain, yeah, no you doubt. Know,
1: that's the job. I I remember uh, when I covered the abs in Vegas, that 7 nothing loss, and I walked in and I was like, I hate to do this, man. And he was like, I understand. It's my job. <laughs> he was like, You can talk to me after every game if you need to. It's fine.
2: Um He knows like that's that's the thing. Yep. He every game in 1617, he was the the guy you could always who would always stand up and talk. So he didn't have a good game, but he's always gonna talk. <laughs> like well, he's at least gonna be the face of game. the franchise. So yeah, yep. That's... unlike you know the other guy who you rarely get to talk to. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's funny how little of we we've seen of him this year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> can't imagine
0: he was too interested in talking tonight. So it, it doesn't matter what night it is.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh
1: yeah. Did they lose four one? Did they win eight nothing? Same response. He
0: gone. He gone. <laughs> uh were there any positives from the press conference at all, or was this basically this was awful <laughs> in every way and get rid of it?
2: No. Uh, no. Miko's not joining the team. Uh Grubauer skating tomorrow, but Bednar did sound like he was like really wanted to him to start him on Wednesday, but he's like he basically just is like, you know, I have to be smart here. That he he wants all- to
1: win that game, so he wants to start Grubauer, But he knows yeah. Grubauer is not totally ready. And if that dude goes in there after a week off the ice and he pulls something, it's super duper not worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he knows he knows better. But the competitor in him absolutely is like, play groovy, play groovy. I don't want to play these bums.
2: Uh, other positives? No, not really. I mean, I wanted to ask about Byron, but I don't feel like that's a good question to ask after a, after, sh- a
1: shit kicking. Tomorrow so, during practice.
2: Yeah. Plus, I mean, it's a guy who's back home. He might not even have anything to tell us. You never know. I always, so. I always
1: tell people that's a practice question. That's a practice question. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and um, I mean, the other thing that came up was about Kadri. If he's getting different line mates, if that plays a role in his struggles or if it's just a cold guy. And he's like, Nope, he's just cold. And the Jost-Nichushkin combo is playing a lot better. So they were trying to do everything we can to keep them going. And God, has got to figure it out. Is, is that your take as well, Evan? Cause
0: AJ and I were sifting through the positives and we pretty much came up with Jost and Michushkin, And that was,
2: that was it. Yeah. Um, Timmons again, off and on. he, was a lot more off than he has been the last two games, I think. But I still like that. He's playing a little bit more aggressive, trying to jump in things like that. But, uh, and Sherwood, I kind of like Sherwood. <laughs> he's uh he's not like going to light the world on fire, but I think he's a decent player.
1: It's funny. You say that. Cause I wrote about Sherwood in my post game thing. And all I just said, I just said, I like you for Sherwood. Yeah. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> that's it. So, digging
0: out a couple of positives there. Uh what is your biggest concern going forward? Because look, yes, the top line was atrocious tonight, but that's not something that's going to continue to happen going
2: forward. I Kadri has kind of been a concern all year, if I'm being honest. He's had some really good games, but for the most part it's been kind of an ugly year for him where most games you don't really notice him and when you do notice him it's turnovers things like that not using his line mates that's why it's like who's his line mates it doesn't matter he's not passing to them like he doesn't really use his line mates all that much so Kadri's a concern because that's why he was brought in to be the secondary guy and he's just not providing that right now um and beyond that you know I isn't in the top four, and he looks—I think he looks really bad. And Nemeth, Bender did mention that you know Nemeth did miss a month with the between when he got hurt in Detroit, so he is rusty right now, and they they do notice that. So, but that's Our your top four. Team. Yeah, that's your four or five right now, and they do not look good. And when the top three also don't look good, you know, it just kind of expands on that.
1: This was. I, I, <laughs> To piggyback off that, I feel like this was a great example of when your best players are bad, you just lose in the NHL. Yep. Like, you need depth guys, you need secondary scoring, you need lower pairings to not get crushed and stuff. Like, yes, okay.
0: But but if your best players aren't even competent, you never had a chance.
1: Yeah, like, if your best players are, are actively hurting you and they're losing their matchups and they're not getting anything done when they're out there. You're just not winning. Yep.
0: Uh, Evan, <laughs> who who had more energy, the Avs tonight or you in your uh, midnight game
2: the other night? <laughs> <laughs> well, we won. So. Oh, easy. <laughs> but today I, I can barely move my body uh, <laughs> after playing a tournament after God knows how long. But, yeah, we won. It was weird looking up at the clock at the end of the game and it seeing it's like 1.12 in the morning. He's like, good lord.
0: <laughs> Is that the time left in the period or the, the time of day?
2: <laughs> I'm all tuckered out. <laughs> yeah. The Avs didn't have legs and they didn't have their brains. That's uh, usually not a good combination for any walk of life. Yeah. Hockey or otherwise. Yeah.
0: Not a, not a great look on the, on the scale there for sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nathan McKinnon's 14 game point streak, AJ and I touched on it.
1: Cool <laughs> that it continues. Can
0: how not that McKinnon was going to win the MVP anyway, but what would it take at this point? Does this game basically just stop any momentum he had for MVP? or
2: a second place in MVP since McDavid's going to win it anyway. Yeah. I don't think he had any real momentum going towards the MVP. I haven't like heard his name other than McGuire going off the other day. I haven't really heard his name (laughs) talked about at all as MVP. The thing
1: thing is, man, is you, you go and you look, he's, he's right behind Leon on now for second scoring in the NHL. Like he's like, so I think if people, when people get to the end of the year, if he, if he overtakes Dreisaitl, not even comes, I mean, like Cole, you know... Within he's still, 8 points I mean, of McDavid. He's still, yeah. he's still like 12 points or whatever behind McDavid. Yeah. You know, what, whatever it's going to end up being. Whatever those final totals are. Like, that's how, that's how he gets in. That's how he gets into it, right? Yeah. Like, because the people who aren't staying up and want... They're not watching this game. Because this game is on when they can watch it, but all of the Canadian division is playing tonight. So... That's getting watched by everybody. All the Eastern teams are playing at the same time. And then I can damn sure tell you all those dudes are not staying up to watch the abs next week at when the, all those games are starting 10:30 at 30. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. So <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, I we're talking like that. If he gets, if he finishes third, cause I think that's the only realistic shot for him is to finish third. Um, what a run that would be though. Like yep. a second and then I don't know whatever he finished after that. And then a second and then a third. It's it's all setting up for him to get the lifetime achievement heart next year.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter what he does the heart's been decided for a while.
0: Yeah. We talked about Nemeth as the new
2: guy in the defense. Thoughts on Soderberg so far through 3 games? um well he's not top six forward and that's kind of how they're using him which is you know i don't know if that's because that's what they plan to do or if that's just because they don't have a full lineup right now but yeah i mean i like soderberg as a player uh but he hasn't like super fit in right now like the random icing at the start of the game when he had the puck just come to him and he just launched it down the ice was the most ridiculous thing ever um. Yeah, I like him as a player, but th- if this is the plan to move him in the top six for the rest of the year, then hopefully they see it's not going to work out. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, no I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't think Soderbergh's a top six player either.
1: His, his highlight so far was when he tried that Forsberg move and, and it, it didn't, didn't work.
2: work at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he... He had a nice feed to Kadri the other night where Kadri just got robbed. Like he has had some chances, but yeah, he's not a top six forward, and they just have to realize they can't use him as much as they really have been using him.
0: Yep. I I think that's pretty accurate. Granted, getting Don's Goy ranting and would certainly help with things like that.
1: But hopefully, Brandon's back before the start of the postseason. That two to four weeks is like right yeah. on the Will edge. he be back
0: or won't he? If it's I, more two weeks, then
1: you're fine. If it's more four weeks, I
2: I have a theory that Saab's been banged up for a while. And I almost wonder if they're like, just get healthy. Because <laughs> he there's been some days where, I mean, he missed a morning skate a while back. Like, I kind of think he's been dealing with something for a while and he's just a veteran. They're like, yeah, you can just sit out for a couple weeks. I'm not worried about him missing the playoffs. For sure. My theory.
0: And even if he doesn't miss the playoffs, it shouldn't be more than the first round. But without getting into speculation there, uh, we are there a second period break as we are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. You can get on over there. Use code DNVR when you sign up to get a bunch of amazing different odds boosts on pretty much any sport under the sun. But specifically right now, if you go sign up, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing you the $1 to win at $100 in free bets. All you have to do is place a wager on any draft day outcome for the NHL. If it hits, you win 100 bucks. It's that, that simple. You can bet on something as easy as a quarterback going first overall and you win 100 bucks for $1 bet. That's free money. That's what it is. So go over there. Get on DraftKings Sportsbook. If football's not your thing, bet on hockey, bet on basketball, bet on baseball. You name it. Bet over there. They have a bunch of amazing different things that you can do. You can try. They even set up uh, those little missions for you. So if you're looking for doing some fun little bets, things like that, they'll be like, hey, do this three-leg parlay with whatever bets you want, and you'll get a little bonus. Highly recommend it. Check out the do- Check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that DNVR code to let them know. We sent you only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. Uh, Colorado only. New customer only. Winnings paid out in free bets. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Also brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD infused coffee that has really changed lives. You can get 25% off now with code DNVR25 over at StravaCraftCoffee.com. And you can try it before you buy it by coming down to the DNVR bar where you can get their cold brew right at the bar. Excuse me. We're also brought to you by Solos Meds. Now is a great time to get in on these guys Five days left to get in on their trip to Jamaica that they are getting giving away. Head to SolothMeds.com sweepstakes to find the rules and get yourself entered today. Be sure you use code DNVR20 when you go on down there to get 20% off your entire purchase. Great deals. Great chance to win a trip to Jamaica. What do you have to lose? It's dope. Jump in. Ends at the end of April. So do it. You don't have long left. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sports, but be sure to like and subscribe to the video here on YouTube. Helps us out a bunch. When you do those things, help support the channel. All of that business. Ten games left for the Avs. They are we now...
1: Hurry it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they are now... Four points behind Vegas with a game in hand, and one point ahead of Minnesota with a game in hand. It's going to remain a little bit weird because Minnesota plays tomorrow night, I believe. So, they, oh, Minnesota doesn't play till the 28th. Wow, what's it like having two days off in a row? Crazy. <laughs> um, anyway, are, are any panic buttons being hit? Are we still just chilling, waiting to see Wednesday's game to really set up what first in in this division slash potentially the entire NHL looks like?
1: I'm not panicking. Um, Minnesota has five games against St. Louis and two against Vegas, and Colorado has two games against Vegas and then eight games against L.A. and San Jose. Colorado's got a soft enough schedule that they should be fine.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm not panicking either. I mean, I would say if the Avs lose on Wednesday, maybe the division's out of hand. But even Probably. then, even then, like comfortable with second place. Yeah they they don't have they're missing some players right now. It is what it is. They yeah, I'm not worried. This team was just completely steamrolling the NHL for two months. They're gonna, they had two bad games. It happens. Agreed. I,
0: the, honestly, the first love of these two losses wasn't even that bad of a hockey game. A bad 15 minutes, definitely, but um, yeah. It's it's is it the super next level Galaxy brain play where they lose to the Blues and then take the second seed so Vegas has to play St. Louis in round one?
1: Like a um- Suddenly, I mean, look. If St. Louis is going to get in, it's because they won their way in. Yep. They will have gone through Colorado, Minnesota, and Vegas to do it. Yep. Because that's what there's. That's those are the teams that have been on their schedule for the entire last month of the season, with Arizona being the only other one. So, if St. Louis gets in, it's because they earned that. Because they worked their way in against the toughest competition that they could have had. So, that's just you know, like. Kudos to them. Is that the big brain play? I mean, you don't want to give up. You don't want to give up the first seed. It's not even just the first seed in your own division. But you remove yourself from being the top seed uh, from home ice for the rest of it. For for the other the other division matchups. Assuming, the, of course, I'm just assuming the top teams come out of it. Yeah. If, yeah. They, if they don't, then, you know, who knows? The but, first
0: seed is free game,
1: for sure. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But... I just don't, you know, I don't, I'm not, this isn't, this is not the NBA. You don't, you don't dick around with seating like that. You know, if they're, if they're, if they tell Brandon Saad to go and take two weeks to get healthy, like, that's a, that's a big brain play. Like, go for it. That's totally fine. Like, we'll survive. We're in the playoffs. Do whatever you got to do. To, to get healthy and get those because like that's what you went and got brandon Saad for these the 56 games is like the vehicle right that that you drive through and decide your seating great but you really went and got him to get you to that next level so getting him healthy getting getting Rantanen back into the groove getting getting donskoy back into a groove a, a notoriously streaky player in jonas donskoy a guy who has gone more than 40 games without scoring goals in multiple NHL seasons. Like this is this is a dude that is super duper streaky. And now that he's completely removed from all of the good vibes and the great rhythm that he was in, I'm worried that he's gonna come back and the guy's just gonna be a black hole again. He's gonna go back to that to what we saw at the end of last year, where he was he looked totally compromised. He didn't look any good at all. So I'm worried about that. Honestly, just not that worried about Nazem Kadri. That Same. guy has that guy has consistently risen to the moment and figured it out in big times in his career. Would I would I love for him to get it going sooner than later? Yes. But I I would be shocked if he doesn't have a handful of hot performances before the postseason starts.
2: Just for the record. Donskoy kinda was in one of his slumps before he got, her, yeah, got he, COVID. He had cooled down pretty significantly. He, he had his hat trick game and then straight up seven points without a or seven games without a point, and now he's been out. So, but that's exactly who he is. So, has anyone watched? I didn't see anything with Saad last game. No, I, they said lower mm-hmm. body, right? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. So. I think yeah. I think
1: you have a sound theory. It makes perfect sense to me that if he's been banged up and they know that he's been banged up and he's been fighting something, as soon as they as soon as they clinch, they're like, just just ease off, dude. <clears throat> fine. Sure. I mean, it makes it makes all the sense in the world. Just take care of you. Make sure that you're up and running. That two to four weeks is a nice soft timeline. It could give him it could if, if he was really feeling fine, it could give him time to come back and Get two or three games to knock some rust off
0: for the is record. It? Kadri 28 points in 34 playoff games in his career.
2: So, did <laughs> is it not weird that uh they actually gave a timeline with so? Yeah, right,
1: like <laughs> oh, I'll done, four weeks. They've done this a couple of times at the end of regular seasons where they're like, huh.
2: yeah, Miko a, a couple years back, yeah, like now we'll just so you guys know he might be back for the playoffs. Yeah. When it's not
0: when they don't have the option of threatening teams with it in the regular yeah. season anymore, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know much how much more there is to talk about. I think I was hoping for more out of Cout, just to be honest. I think he's been kind of underwhelming. I'd like that he, he's trying to make plays, like he's trying to hold on to the puck, but there's not a whole lot going on right now.
1: Yeah, I was hopeful that this would be the game where he would step up and do something. Yep. And then the entire team was just... The, yeah, the entire team shits the bed, and it's like... Yeah. Well, that's disappointing. Certainly nothing has happened that says take him out of the lineup.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, look, they put him on the third line over Sherwood and O'Brien in this game.
1: I, please, please be done with William O'Brien. Please, he is useless. In a game where you're getting... Where your team has no energy. Yep. And you're getting... You're you getting a goal
0: dropped on you. You get a second goal in the first period. Like, if your dude's not going to fight somebody, then...
1: It, that guy exists to bring energy and to just go out there and... Take run, just take a big Take a big yeah. run at a dude and hit a guy and... Like, I just don't... if. <laughs> What what in the hell does he exist for if in a game like this he does nothing? Like this is your moment. You're on. <laughs> like the team looks the team looks like shit. They have no energy, they have no life. This is exactly what the fourth line physical plug is supposed to do. You're not in there to play hockey, bro. You're in there to hit somebody. You're you're in there to fire everybody else up. You are in there to be an emotional spark. And he didn't do a damn thing. He did what he always does. He just rolls on into the zone, picks a spot, stops, waits for the puck to leave the zone, and then skates to the bench. Like I I am so blown away that a team that has made so many smart personnel decisions in the last few years Continues to waste time on this guy.
2: How many games has he played now? Dude, like ten of oh, them. Like, he's played more than like any call up this year. I'm pretty sure. Like on forwards at least. It's.
1: I don't. I don't get it, dude. Yep, this was game ten
0: for O'Brien. Eleven. That's that. You got him at eleven. Really? Yeah. I hate the NHL's website so much. Okay. It's 11, despite 11. the
1: NHL saying 10. This is this is me being the kid from Almost Famous where he just keeps screaming 11 at the beginning Eleven. of the movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Play Mc... No one knows what happened. McDonald just disappeared yeah, too. McDonald
1: yeah, McDonald somehow has a multi-week injury during the COVID pause.
2: He was yeah, he got what hurt. are you he got doing hurt using his body by Jake at home during the COVID break?
1: What are you doing,
2: it's Bowflex? I'm just.
1: One of my roommates bought a Bowflex, and he has Do spent... they still make those things. He has spent four months putting it together oh, in the my living room. Man. Like I think one piece gets added per week. <laughs> I go upstairs and it's it's so funny cuz it's it's out of the way of everything so it's not a problem. Is it
0: like the OG Bowflex or is it their new like free weight system where you like lock it into the wheels? Maybe if or it whatever. ever got
1: finished I could tell you. <laughs> that
0: I feel like do do kids these days days know what BoFlex
2: is like? Yeah, well, I said body by Jake, and I, I'm glad somebody recognized it, but I really aged myself on that one. Yeah,
0: that was before like <laughs> BoFlex was the thing on in infomercials when I was a kid for sure. But
1: I what I remember was Tybo.
0: Uh, a little guy came to my Bo high bit. school. So. Billy Blanks came to your yeah, high school.
2: <laughs> he came to our high school and did Tybo. Amazing. So uh, yeah, well, maybe. Maybe Jacob McDonald pulled something on his Pelly. <laughs> Him and
0: Harrison hanging out on the peloton. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Fighting, fighting for the
2: the, the title peloton
1: prince. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> oh no, someone said shake weight. <laughs> ah, the shake weight. Classic. Classic. <laughs> I don't know about classic, know. but
0: <laughs> that's well. Uh, you're getting the the real true experience of this hockey game. The DNVR Lounge was talking about weightlifting during this hockey game, so <laughs> that's how entertaining it was. It just was not a good one,
1: dude. It really wasn't. Like. Every year there's always like those five to ten games where you're like, if I could have just burned these from my memory, if I could just, just go get this one. If I could go back and like tell that version of me, like, just don't bother. Just don't and watch one, it. Do something yeah. else during this game. <laughs>
2: yeah. There's a whole this would, season this would be on that
1: list. Like, <laughs> there haven't been very many of those this year. There really haven't. Yeah. No. This one, the opening night game, the eight to three loss, the sixty two losses to San Jose and Minnesota, and the three to nothing loss to Vegas, and the three to two loss to LA. All those right. are the ones that I'm burning.
0: Got a couple people in here knowing who Body by Jake is.
2: Uh, thank God. <laughs> I did the. I did love the play where. Pave sat behind his net for 10 seconds yeah. telling everyone to go and he just you launched it. The bench. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, thank you for the super
0: chat anime. Oh man. I don't, we don't own a shake. I'm not buying a shake weight for a Manscaped Rita, right?
2: It's only so oh, much no. I to put into this. yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: Tell, that's that's only if they sign a long term advertising deal with us and not these short term ones.
0: <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> because
1: that, they're only the only time they would do that is if we were if we were crushing it in the sub so much that you know yeah. they were people were just willing to commit. Yeah, people people were burying them in DNVR codes where they were like, We've got to, we've got to bring you on. for long term. All right. Then then he'll get the shake weight or Got I'll get the shake weight for him, however it happens. I
0: don't know what more I can do to get you guys to sign up for Manscaped at this point. So. Yeah, it's
1: true. Everybody <laughs> loves the Manscaped Reads, but it's like you guys need to go and buy all their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Yep. <laughs> Alright. I
0: I, are we done here? I, there, there can't really be any final thoughts about this hockey game other
1: than it never happened dude i'm i'm so excited it's over and that we just get to move on um i'm really looking forward to wednesday i think colorado goes in uh with no grubauer and no rancid in and a little bit compromised they get to i play think with nothing think, to leaves a little bit yeah exactly they get to play a little loose and free all of the pressure is on vegas um I, yeah, I feel like I feel like whatever happens Wednesday, I'm fine with. There isn't a result that will bother me. Um, super excited for it. The real highlight of today is that Jeff Britich quit, and the, yeah. the 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 flowers are allowed to bloom at Coors Field again. The fountain can work. The trees can grow. The 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 witch is <laughs> dead, man.
0: If this Set. loss was required for Breitich to step down, I'll take it 10 times out of 10.
1: <laughs> yeah, if this was if this was penance for Breitich quitting, I'm so about it. Set. I never Set. I never have to see that dude's stupid face in a press conference ever again. That smug asshole got what he deserved, and it only took him tearing down the best Rockies group ever to do it. So, hey, he's gone. Now we get to move on.
2: It's that meme society when Brightich yeah. quits. Society <laughs> if Brightich was never part of the Rockies. Is yeah. Super
0: futuristic.
2: <laughs> yeah, I man, before playing St. Louis these last couple of weeks, it was like, oh man, we're gonna see a new team. We haven't seen them since the start of the year. Now I'm like, I'm done with them. And now San Jose kind of feels like t- that team because I don't what they haven't played San Jose very much this year. It didn't feel yeah, like so. they have four games coming up against them. Yeah, that's. How little joy I've gotten from this schedule that I'm like, oh, you're to see a new team, San Jose. They feel new, it's fresh. Until the, that fourth game in a row, and then you'll be like, yeah. make it end. Till that fourth game in a row that ends at friggin' midnight for their moon camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
1: All All right. week's gonna, next week's going to suck, dude. <laughs> it's.
0: That was yeah, the early there's one more uh six p m mountain game, and then the vast majority of the games are like
2: seven thirty eight or eight thirty mountain, and it's yeah. gonna be bad, why was this game at five anyway, like that's not even a good time in St Louis, like I don't know, um, I don't know,
1: yeah, I don't remember. I and mean, this was supposed to be the Vegas game, so there might have been them working around something going on on national TV. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, this was supposed to be the the first period was supposed to be finishing up between Colorado and Vegas right now. Yep. So, I also like how anytime we ever say anything about the start time of a game, every East Coast <laughs> East Coast fan like rolls out of there and is like, "How do you think it is for us?" And then, like,
0: the amateurs meme of yeah, that guy ex- where exactly. the,
1: Europeans, like, the Europeans roll out here and they're like, you think that's bad? Yeah, this just starts at 1 a.m. Do you think that's
0: bad? The guys in Australia, are like, Hey, these games start at like 6 p.m. for us. This, <laughs> is, this is great. <laughs> well,
1: David's popping off again. Damn, what else is new? I want him to get to 100 so badly. Dude, I hope he does it. I think that would be so cool.
0: In any case, we are going to get out of here unless Evan has some other things to say. No? Good? All right. On that note, thank you for watching, listening, however you consume the podcast. We appreciate all of y'all so very much. We'll be back tomorrow with a 1 p.m. show. Normal, non-game show. And then, yeah, post-game Wednesday.
1: Yeah, what, should we, what should we talk about
0: tomorrow? Oh, I don't know. We could talk about so many things. Talk more about this like,
1: game. Like what? <laughs>
0: uh, do we want to talk about abs or around the league? Because those are two very different topics.
2: Yeah,
0: I don't know. Talk about Alex Newhook. What's that? Oh, Alex Newhook. Who? I'll just go get all his highlights tonight and then we won't even do a pod it'll just be 20 minutes of new hook highlights and that'll be our show (laughs) okay for real though until tomorrow we will talk to all of y'all later